Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wrestling Fan Insights Tuesday Night Chaos. I'm your host, John Hoppy, surrounded here by William. How you doing, brother? Well, I'm not stuck out in the desert of southern Utah with a flat tire, so I'm I'm good. <laughs> you sound a little salty and dusty. Yeah, well, here you go. <laughs> So you mentioned to me before we started recording, you can't get your tail to open. Tailgate. Well, that's what I meant, Jesus. Wow. Good God. Careful with what you say, especially around Carlos. Well, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, it's stuck. I I think it's just so gummed up with all the dust. I I had to have collected at least 40 pounds of dust while I was stuck out there. Yeah. I always hate those issues, but fun times. Uh, anyway, speaking of Carlos, who just flipped up his AEW logo. <laughs> Carlos, how you doing, brother? Good. Oh, what the hell? Okay, Will. Yeah, you two switch places or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say it's Tuesday, so let's uh, let's get this on, let's start on Tuesday. So, uh, man, Monday, I'm great. I feel you know Sunday was great. We're off work now. Monday Night Raw was such a greatest show ever. Vince Vince McMahon retired last night. You know, I'm scared. <laughs> there he is. Now I'm scared. But hey, Brian, Brian the Hype Ballard also with us. How you doing, brother? Doing good. Happy AEW Dynamite Eve, and we're gonna blow it up with some chaos, right? I hope so, because Carlos sure blew it up right there with the one word expression. So you know, me good. I guess they. Is that one of those things where bigger impacts with the smaller things? <laughs> Just kidding. Are we still making gay jokes or are you? No, <laughs> but I guess if you want to take it as a gay joke. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Next thing you know, he's going to start, he's going to start saying, oh, a little bit white. No, 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 no. Don't go there. Just drop it. <laughs> I mean, but I did get Brian Cage on my screen this week and Ricky Starks, you know. <laughs> And the acclaim. Uh, anyways. Hello, everyone. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> anyways, uh, Tuesday Night Chaos. We're here to talk about some hot topics with the AEW programming from the last couple of weeks. So why don't we go ahead and get right into the first little bit. Let's start off with the Owen Hart uh, Foundation Tournament, both for the men and women. The unfortunate thing as of this recording, we know the men's finalist but we ran into a little bit of a snafu with the women's. Um, Then we're going to see CM Punk take on Ricky Starks at AEW Collision for the men's final. And I think that one's going to be an interesting match, especially where we just seen these two recently tag up in an eight-man tag match. What's your thoughts on that, Will? I'm I, honestly, I don't know which way it's going to go. Both of them are excellent performers. We have seen them work together. I, I think it's kind of time we do see them face each other, and I think it's going to be a great match. Do you have a prediction? Oh, yeah, CM Punk. <laughs> All right, uh, Brian, what's your take? Yeah, I think CM Punk does take this. I think that what they want to do with this is to have some you know, recognizable names continue to win this tournament uh, with Adam Cole last year and now CM Punk this year. Um, But I do look for CM Punk to get um, Ricky Starks a little more on the map with, you know, just wrestling with him in the ring. So um, I feel like there's going to be a good performance there. 
but I do think CM Punk is, um, they want that name attached to this and it's a great way to feature him without him having a title. Carlos. What do you, I mean, what are you talking about? Ricky Starks already got that Jericho rub. So, I mean, you know, he doesn't need nothing else. No, I'm just oh, that helped him a lot, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm going to predict that I'm going to predict that we see that both the hill turns of FTR and CM Punk next week on collision. Um, I think maybe FTR loses attack belts to Jay to, to bullet club gold. And that starts their down their turning heel. And I think that we see CM Punk um, use hill tactics to beat Ricky Starks. Um, I deep down, I'm hoping it's Ricky, but I, I definitely think it's going to be CM Punk, but I hope that they I hope they utilize this to cast him off to being a, to being heel punk because that's the only punk I really want to see on my television. Um, and I hope that, you know, and again, if he's going to be with FTR, they're going to need to turn heel too. So um, that's what I'm looking for from both these, from both those people next week. I can definitely, but again, those are, they were great <laughs> matches. I'm not, I'm not, sorry, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really excited about powerhouse Hobbs being a face. That part kind of irked me a little bit. Cause I think he should be a heel. Um, but again, both matches are really good with the women's. The, I, I was just bummed out that we didn't get to see Athena and Willow. I, I wish that, again, heaven forbid, Tony Khan would have put two women's matches on Dynamite. Um, I think they deserve to be on Dynamite over over Rampage. But again, I, I do think that, I think it's going to be Willow and Ruby in the in the finals. And talking about the Owen really quick, I'm really glad to see Ruby Soho finally get that big win and finally getting to beat Britt Baker. I don't care if there were shenanigans. I'm going to forget that that didn't happen um because i really like ruby and i'm tired of her being the, the natalia of e- aew so i'm hoping that she gets the big win in this tournament <laughs> well we haven't quite got to the women but thanks for starting it off oh. there carlos so uh, <laughs> but uh yeah i i think definitely cm punk ends up winning this but much like our counterpart ted the hillbilly hill said if you're gonna turn punk hill you better turn ftr hill Exactly. I think it's going to happen if Bullet Club Gold ends up defeating FTR for the AEW Tag Team Championships, which is a very big possibility. Who knows? They could just start their downfall. Like, you guys didn't believe in us. Uh, I can see it definitely happening with that. Yeah. Well, and also the rumors, which we'll talk about in the next segment. But uh, thanks for Carlos giving away the women's part. But we, even though we haven't got that far yet. We have Willow Nightingale, who's going to end up taking on Athena at Rampage. The winner will then move on to Collision, who will also take on the winner of Ruby Soho and Sky Blue. Your takes on who ends up in the finals, Will? They're great. I, re- I really don't know which way <laughs> this is going to go. Uh, I, Much like Carlos, I do want to see uh, Ruby end up taking it. All right. Um, Brian? Yeah, I think we're going to have a female win this one. <laughs> <laughs> great, <Okay>. Julia. <laughs> you mean <laughs> not there was predictions there. <laughs> um, I, I need the points, so I got to get those points somehow. So, um. No, I think we could end up with, you know, Ruby uh, versus Athena. I think that's just going to be about, you know, I think that's the better name recognition match. Um, And then I do see Ruby taking it, and I hope that is the case. But I could see either one of those ladies winning. Yeah, I'm thinking at the finals, it'll end up being Willow and Ruby. 
but much like you will and Carlos, I think we're gonna end up seeing Ruby take this one and rightfully so. I'm tired of seeing her get the Natalia treatment. However, anything can happen. I just hope Tony Khan doesn't totally disappoint us on who ends up taking it all. So but why don't we kind of take a little bit from that heel turn that Carlos and I were mentioning with CM Punk. We got the blood and guts coming up for Dynamite this week. One thing I want to kind of say that's interesting is both teams are missing a fifth member, and supposedly they're already chosen. I just don't understand why we need to have five and five when you've got one person out on each team. Why not just have it four on four? Yeah, that makes no sense to me either. Honestly, they could throw out a spectacular match just the four and four. Because they got because they got to have Kota Bushi come in. That's why. So they have to pivot. Bring back the Golden Lovers there. Yep, that's that he's coming in. That's 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 the reason they're having a pit. That's the reason they're having a pivot. That's the reason it's gonna be a five and five. But again, to me, they should have just brought him in earlier. He should already be there. <laughs> that's. So what I what I do find interesting starting up on the internet is it was pitched or Punk even pitched himself. I don't know how yep, it yes he did that join the Blackpool Combat Club. Now that would be an interesting scenario if that happened. I I think fireworks will definitely reignite with all the AEW fan base. And I think the division will happen again on Who's behind Punk and who's behind the Elite? If that were to happen, though, Carlos, what's your thoughts? If it was CM Punk, yes. Again, I, I it would really make me happy because I think as you know, again, I can't. Uh, I don't think the Elite should be forced to work with them. I guess you know, like if they don't want to, but at the same time. Like their VP, their 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 VPs in this company, they they're paid that way. I mean, they got to do what's best for business. So I would I would be ecstatic because I think there's money to be made there, um, and I I would love to see that happen because I just I feel like they need to step up, even if they're pissed at punk, they need to do do what's right for business, and work with them. I would love it. I heard that it's going to be Pac because he already has the 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 um they already they he already has the the history with the elite and it's known that he hates the elite. Um, and they CM Punk made the gesture in vain because he knew that they wouldn't take him up on it. So just kind of him playing the sheets more. But if it was CM Punk, I would love it. I'd, I'd be all for it. I think it would be really great. And I and again, I just I think it's what's I think it's what's best for AEW. I think it's a shot of the arm that they could use right now, um, feeding with with um, with Punk and FTR again. I'd be all for it. Yes, please give me more. <laughs> Brian, what's your overall take? I agree with you guys. I don't feel like it needs a fifth man. Um, I feel like the elite versus Blackpool Combat Club is the feud, and it's you know it sells itself with four on four. Um, kind of to piggyback on what Carlos was saying, you know, yeah, I would love the idea of Punk versus the Elite. I don't think that gets thrown away on a random dynamite show. I think that's you know there's so much money to be made there, but I do think it has to be a way big venue for them to even cross paths. But uh, for this one, you know, if we're doing predictions, I'm going to predict Blackpool Combat Club. Um, it's just more of that hardcore element match that I don't see them losing. Well, here's the thing that drives me nuts. I thought Collision was supposed to have its own separate roster. And yet we still keep seeing 
the dynamite people on there, the people you see on Rampage there. It's yeah, it doesn't make sense because you got Punk saying he wants to be nothing but collision. Uh, just more recently, Malachi Black came out and said he wants to be exclusive to collision, which that's going to be an interesting factor with the AEW trios championship. Cause I believe that's supposed to be defended on all three brands. Uh, I think, it, well, I think, I think part of it was because is I, and I've, I've, I've read, I've heard this and I've read it is that um, it's Warner brothers discovery. Didn't want the hard split. Sorry. Say that again. Warner Brothers Discovery, they didn't want the hard split of the roster. Oh, is that what's going on? Yeah, they're they're kind of the ones that spoke up and said that they didn't want the hard split. But at the same time, like you can to me, like I just don't want to see that. I don't want to see that as long as they don't have the same, they don't have the same talent appearing on both shows. I'd be I'm okay with them switching brings, but I just want to see more opportunities for all the wrestlers to get on TV. Um, but I do think you're going to see certain guys like the punks, the Malachi's, but they can also go over there and defend the titles, but they're more going to be focused on collision. But I just think from, I, but it was, but it, it was Warner brothers discovery who, who, um, said they don't want to see a hard, they don't want to see a hard brand, brand split. Well, and I have to agree with them in some cases we've seen WWE do the brands, the brand divisions and. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, they never fully commit to it, and that's a problem. And if WWE, being as big as they are, can't fully commit to it, how's AEW going to do any different? It, yeah. I mean, the only thing that you're really going to be able to really keep it committed to is your development brands, which that's what AEW's done with Ring of Honor and WWE's doing with NXT. If you Outside of that, there's just no way you can keep that so exclusive anymore. The talent, I mean, yeah, they do have the talent, but the storylines would just get boring too damn quick. You agree, Will? I I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I'm with Carlos where I want to see them optimize more of their diversity of the talent that doesn't typically get shown. So if I could see maybe even just so much as 50% minimum dedication of their time from each show to shine on these other people who don't get to shine, then I think I would be okay with it. Well, and you go back in history with WCW, you notice on Monday night, on Monday Nitro, that's when you saw the cruiserweights. Yeah. You didn't see them much on Thunder, which was a kind of a, shit show anyway yeah (laughs) but i mean then you saw most of your like heavier duty talent on on the thunder show yeah so uh do you guys have any more to touch on that carlos Um, no like again i just i just think like again the danielson I just think in the future, maybe Tony Khan shouldn't wait so long. Like, like I said, if Kota Ibushi was already there, if they wouldn't have, if they wouldn't have made, if they would have waited so long to get into beauty. Like, I don't, I don't understand why he couldn't be with, why he couldn't have had like the Ishii spot in the in the match. But maybe it's because New Japan didn't want him working on the show because I don't know if they still have a bad history. But at the same time, it's like if he would, if he was already there, it would make sense that that um that he, that it was a four. It would make sense for it to be a five on five. 
but that he's not there it doesn't you know so it kind of plays in with someone else is joking around like this is it doesn't really play to the casual fan because to the casual fan they're gonna be like why is why isn't it just four on four but as somebody who knows that it's because kodobushi's coming in they should just come out with it already and, and just say that that's the case and that's why they're doing this because it because right now it just doesn't make any sense why do you guys need surprise members you know it makes no sense at all and my my biggest thing is why aren't we getting a why aren't we getting the women's blood and guts match? You know, like let's end this feed thing too. I know that I know that Jamie's hurt, but let like give us a women's blood and guts as well, please. Jeez, violence, blood, yeah. violence. Ooh, he's very violent over there. He just wants to see the women just eliminate each other. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, more meaty man. Fuck those girls. Jeez. I, love women's, I love women's wrestling. Uh, it's starting to sound like the other way, but I'm the advocate for women's wrestling. Yeah, knock it off. <laughs> uh, Brian, did you have any final thoughts on that? Yeah, the only final thought I just wanted to kind of you know talk on the brand split idea. I think it's wise for like you guys kind of alluded to that they don't book themselves into a corner by doing the hard split, and right now it keeps it fresh for us and says, "Ooh, who's going to show up this week?" Even though we know there's not going to be much of a crossover between the elite and punk and ftr and them but um i just think it's smart to not book themselves into a corner right now and to piggyback on what brian's saying like just so pick out your 20 like pick out your top back so like let's say you're let's say you're gonna say okay we want to make sure ricky starks is on tv we want to make sure they claim their own television you know let's want to make sure of course see a punk ftr or the elite you know like pick those like top 20 acts or whatever you want or the feuds and then ro just rotate them in bes besides you know punk and ftr and the elite just rotate them through the different shows and just make sure that they're getting that time every week on both on both tvs and just keep it fresh and just make sure you get you're getting to utilize the most talent you have you know people that are going to bring in the ratings <clears throat> Speaking of ratings, why don't we uh, talk about yeah. the why don't we talk about the AEW World Tag Team Championship that will be defended on Collision next week? It's going to be two out of three falls, and after earning their victory, Bullet Club Gold will be challenging for those championships against FTR, as we mentioned earlier in this episode. This one. <laughs> What a match! Or why? Why are you? La okay, let let's You're go to about the snot. The snot on Jay on Jay White's face. Because <laughs> <laughs> the ref yeah. told him earlier, wipe the wipe the snot off your face, dude. Damn. Well, I was worried that Dax was actually going to throw a forearm into it or something at some yeah. point. But since Williams <laughs> got some laughter going, what's your thoughts? Uh, I, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I so, like you guys were talking about before, the, the hill change, I, I think that would be awesome. Uh, I do want to see Bullet Club take it. Uh, but the reason I'm over here laughing is I have the hardest time listening to Juice Robinson's voice. It is so hard to take it serious sometimes. It's not so much his voice, but it's one <laughs> thing Sarah and I look when we see him. It looks like he's got a baby head on an adult man's body. <laughs> 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 maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe if him and JD McDonough could switch heads and bodies, it'd be a lot better off. Uh, I I just don't oh, remember God. him looking like that in Ring of Honor for that short time he was there. Yeah, he? don't get me wrong, I like Juice Robinson. I think they're excellent wrestlers. And if there is any team that deserves to actually take those titles that way, it would be them. Yeah. Um I I think that would be a good move, especially 
even though they're very new to AEW, they are very legit contenders for those championships. Yeah, and they're absolutely could co adhesive or cohesive as a team. Like they work well, very well together. Yeah, we saw that in that really killer tag team eliminator contest on collision yesterday. It was just a well done match. Um, Brian, what's your thoughts? I think it's going to be a good match. I think these guys have the ability to keep us interested for two out of three falls. Um, I actually take the other side of it. I would like FTR to retain the titles in this well-contested matchup, and that's because I want CM Punk to remain um, around champions. I want him to be associated with champions having his back and um, without him holding the championship himself. So for that reason for the bigger booking picture, I'd rather them keep those titles for those points. So you mean if punk doesn't keep carrying that bag with the AEW world championship, he's not a champion. Oh, I think um, Damien from Jake, the snake days is in that bag. I don't think it's a title. I'm Jeez, kidding. I'd be an old ass snake by now, even though it yeah, changed, we're, changed we're, every we're, episode. Lucifer. Maybe it's Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, what's your thoughts? First of all, like, again, just kudos. This match was amazing. I mean, this match was, I mean, they're the ones that benefited from Athena and and um, Willis Nangal's match being off because you could just tell this match got more time. Um, but, I mean, this is this match is why I fell in love with AEW was because of their tag team wrestling. Um, again, it was just, that match was just beautiful. Um, again, I was just really, really impressed with the action in this match. Um I, I'm like I'm with you guys. I I want to I want to see this be the catalyst to, to FTR heel turn, because I do want because I do again I want to see them with, with CM Punk. I don't. I I, I guess I'm going to disagree with my tag team partner. If, if I'm going to see FTR always running out to help Punk, they don't need to, they don't need to be the tag tag team champions. I mean, if you want to just put the trios titles on the three of them, just do that. Um, but I'd rather see the titles be on both brands. I'd rather just see them focusing. If they're always going to have to be worried about CM Punk, like let someone else have the titles. And I honestly wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Bullet Club Gold having the titles and having the Freebird role. Like, why? I would. I would love to see the Gun Club defend those titles too. Um, why not? You know, why not just ha have them have the titles and then give the Freebird role to all four of them? Um, but again, I'm really looking forward to this match. They absolutely killed it. It was the match of the night for me. It was honestly the match of the week. That would be one hell of an ultimate freebird rule. Right? That'd be cool. Why not? <laughs> that, you know, why well, not? I mean, it's fun. it's never happened with a four-person faction, right? Just the three-person? Yeah. No, just the three-person. Yeah, so that would definitely be interesting. Doing that. Watch, like, Austin or Colton defend it with either Juice or... Uh, well, yeah, because then, because then, it, because yeah. then, it didn't, I think to alleviate like the thing of well, why why is it the tag team that's in Bullet Club Gold have the tag title? So I think it kind of alleviates that, and you know, I think it would just make I just make I think it makes more I think it makes sense story wise. Speaking of making sense storyline wise, oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's, he's already downplaying, and I haven't quite got to it yet. But the AEW Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament. Oh, you, I, really, I think you you misspelled Brian Cage and Big Bill. Sorry. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. That's not the. I'm not saying that's the winners there. Uh, okay. What I was trying to get at. Thanks for trying to interrupt there. Uh, <laughs> I think this was 
an idea that was okay on paper, but just went horribly wrong. This is much like what I remember is, uh, I don't know if you guys remember it. Debbie, when uh, the Bill, was it the Bill Waltz or Jim Herod era? They did uh, Super Brawl or where they did like a, a Battle Bowl lethal. It was lock. Starcade. Starcade. Was it? Was it Starcade? Yeah, Battle Bowl. It was. It, it was during the Bishop era. I think the Now, whoever came up with that idea, actually, I think it was one of Dusty's ideas that went wrong, yeah, if probably. I remember right. But yeah, that that's what this whole thing has reminded me of, where they uh, just drop two random names and they're a tag team, and I don't know what Tony Khan was thinking. If it didn't work before, don't try to work it again. <laughs> it, yes, this has gone horrible. I think the only thing that's gone right is Big Bill and uh, Big Big Bill and Brian Cage, the Machine. I lo- I love the comedy act of MJF and Adam Cole teaming up each other, especially when they tell Shivani to shut the hell up, which is has its funny moments. But you really think MJF and Adam Cole are going to be really believable is going to the finals and winning this thing and becoming tag team champions. Oh, are you asking me? Yeah. None of it. None of it's been believable to me. I haven't liked this idea since the beginning of it. I think it's a train wreck. Yeah. I I don't think the element, I think the thoughts were well enough, but they just weren't thought very logistically because you got, <laughs> you got MJF and Adam Cole going up against Big Bill and Brian Cage, and now MJF tweeting out, "Oh, I come up with an illness which I can't wrestle. I hope my tag partner's fine." <laughs> which we know bullshit. Um, but then we also have the other match for the semifinals, which is the team of Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen taking on Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. I think those two are going to be the ones that end up going to the finals. Yep. So what's your thoughts? Yep. Uh, I have to agree with you. I think, uh, I think it's Sammy and uh, Daniel's time. Honestly. Do you, Oh, do you think they're going to win the tournament completely? I do. Oh, interesting. Uh, Carlos, what's your thoughts? So like, I'm, I'm so here, I think that, like this has just honestly been used to to push the storyline of MGF and Adam Cole, and I'm like you guys. It doesn't make like I. So let me just say this: I really enjoyed the MJF and Adam Cole stuff on on Wednesday night. Um, I just I thought it was like sports entertainment. It, it reminded me of like The Rock and Sock. You know, this it reminded me of The Rock and, and Mankind. This is your life. Um, <laughs> it did. You know, like it was, it was just it was very entertaining. Like the whole thing at the gym, them exercising, and like Adam Cole like lifting as much weight as, as MJF and then I'm like making fun of the fat guy calling him Tony Schiavone. Like, I just thought the whole thing was really done well. Like that, that to me was like them showing that they can do what WWE does. So I thought that part of it was entertaining, but just from a storyline wise, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like the whole, the whole tournament, like was everybody's name in the hat? Like, was there, you know, like how many people were in this? Like, it's just basically like what Tony Khan decided to do. Like what, what, like what side of the line is Coke line? woke up on that day you know it's kind of like you know just the whole thing makes no sense like you know like how did you how did you come up with these teams you know you have a roster of 100 people why aren't there more than 16 guys in this tournament why didn't you do 32 guys so you had a longer tournament like it just 
I mean, you could just tell it was done, you know, like course, like, you, you know, at Swerve and Keith Lee were tag team partners. So it's like, this is your way to kind of bring them back in. It just, the whole thing storyline wise, doesn't make any sense. Like there should have been more teams. You should have just, you should have announced everybody in the beginning. Like you should have had like, you know, you could have had Anthony Bowens and Max Caster on opposite teams facing each other. You could have done more with tag teams. Like it was just done as a, as a catalyst to get this thing. And I, and I do like Brian Cage and big bill getting more of a shine, but but is it going to lead to anything? Like Bill, Big Bill had a big showing at the in the in the um, in the um, international tag team title battle royal, ta- international title battle royal, but it didn't lead to anything either. So again, it's just like it's going to be a lot of wasted opportunity. Um, and again, it was just, it was just something that was done for for Adam Cole and and MJF. And again, it was it's a cool concept, but it was just executed all wrong. Like they should have done more in this. There should have been a tag. They should have had. A, they should have a team that beats them. Maybe it is Sammy and 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 um and and Danny Garcia. But I feel like we're gonna see Daniel Garcia all of a sudden. He's gonna jump over to Ring of Honor this week because they have a pay per view coming up. So he's gonna fight Shibata. So he'll be out of AEW for a week. It's just everything is just so colluded, and it just they just need to have more better storytelling. And again, I just I wish it was just better better executed all around. Brian. All right. Before I say, Carlos, this is a great opportunity to show how in sync we are as a tag team. What am I going to say about this? What do you think? What are you going to say about this? Yeah. Throw it in the garbage. (laughs) And what I'm really not liking is I don't like that your world champion is not featured as a main event. I've said it for pay-per-views. I've said it for double or nothing. I went crazy over it. Um, I about lost my shit when you guys told me he was the opening act in um, Forbidden Door. However, I'm not mad about how that one played out. But ultimately, I don't think as a champion it's disrespectful to have MJF in these silly kind of throw-together mid-card tournaments and – uh, I think it's disrespectful to the champion and the championship. With that being said, these are the perfect type of tournaments to make people like Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia win. You know, random throw together, let them win a little fun little tournament, feature them with something that we want to watch because people do like tournaments. Um, so I agree with Will. Um, I believe it was you that said those two, and I do agree with that. I think this is the perfect time to highlight those guys. Um, Orange Cassidy doesn't need that. Darby Allen doesn't need that. The world champion sure as hell doesn't need that. So um, while they're using it to advance the storyline, I find it disrespectful to the overall world title. And, and, and kind of what you said, like to, 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 like to, to, you know, what, what, what our, what our friend of the show, um, Ted Hibbley, he'll talked about in his last episode, why, why not Wardlow and Will Hobbs? Like they could have been a tag team in this thing and then they could have t- took the whole tournament. You know, you could have, like, like I agree with what you guys said. This could have been your opportunity to have their version of, 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 of the bar, you know, come out of this and, and build two guys together and have them go on a run. Like this would have been a perfect thing for Hobbs and Wardlow to get rebuilt too, you know? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of missed opportunity. Like, and I, I like, I, I like what you just said, Brian. I agree with all of it. Thank you. Yeah. And, um... and, for, and, for, and for what we're seeing, it, it better be, I mean, at this point, it better be Adam Cole versus versus MJF at All In because if you're spending this much time, you're dedicating this much talent to that storyline. That that's that better be the payoff for the pay per view. <laughs> I'm right there with Brian. I don't think it was just disrespect to um, the AEW World Champion. 
I find it disrespectful for the tag team division as well. Yeah. I, I, I mean, to be fair, you need to give each division their fair respect. And to me, this just was not the right. This was just total disrespect the way they ran this entire thing. If your intent was to have Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia, which I'm also predicting they win, I why didn't you just flat out have them wrestle a few tag matches and just make them number one contender rather than just put them through some silly horseshit tournament, which really storyline does not make any kind of sense. I mean, obviously MJF, Adam Cole, trying to battle it out for the world championship, that's on one level, but you didn't need to bring it into the tag team division. That just was garbage. I I do like the fact that, you know, that might be a good possible team for FTR to drop the belts and turn heel on. I although it is kind of weird to say that Sammy is working on a face turn. I don't know if Daniel Garcia would work on a face turn though. Uh, what's your thoughts, Carlos? Daniel Garcia as a face? Um I think he's better as a heel. I think he he plays off better as a heel. And and for me again, I don't I don't know if Daniel Garcia and, and, and Sammy are going to win this because, again, I think Daniel Garcia is going to go fight Shibata for the Ring of Honor television title. I mean, the pure championship, but I think he's going to win the title. I mean, that's what they've been that's what they've been hinting at, at this for the last few weeks. Um, but, yeah, I just – I don't know. Like, I, is this the way of getting Sammy off of this? But, like, I agree. With, uh, you just made a good point, John. Like, this is just – like, if you look at my head – like, my header for this, for this um, thing, and like I talked about already, like – the thing I fell in love with AEW was the tag team wrestling and, and all this, it's just so diluted. Like they have so many good teams. They had such a strong tag team division going and it's like, and now it's just a clusterfuck. And I really just hope that they do focus more on the tag teams. And again, like what you guys were talking about too, like this should have been used by Brian Cage and big bill. But again, but big, but Brian Cage is, he, he has the ring of honor, you know, six man titles and he can't really break up from the, from the, from mogul embassies. So, um, you know, it just doesn't make, it doesn't, he they may should have big bill with somebody else and then he could have been in that could have been you know he they could have went all the way in the finals there's just it's so convoluted um i don't see garcia as as a face though i just think he makes a better heel and again if him and sammy are gonna feed and this is the way of getting sammy out of it it, it just there's that there, there are others there's other ways they could have went about this because i think the feud the feud is gonna be sammy and jericho yeah well and that's gonna be another so so, so yeah so so, so Daniel Garcia doesn't doesn't need to be, Daniel Garcia doesn't need to be playing second fiddle in that, you know. Just get him out of that thing altogether. He, he deserves better been, than that too. They all deserve better than this. I would have loved to seen a new legit tag team be created out of this. Um, like I said, like their version of the bar, like like he, like what yeah. Hillary said. Why not? Why not Hobbs and Wardlow? You know, make them come be some badasses together for a while. You know. Yeah. And for me, I would have loved to seen Brian Cage in like a Parker Bourgeau you know, get booked together, let them win, and then give them a team name like the Maniac Machines. I'm just kind of shooting from the hip here. but Or even know, Big Bill and Brian Cage together. Big, Big Bill and Brian Cage had great chemistry on, on Friday. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing them win this tournament, but he but he's stuck with the embassy right now. It's like, and they're six-man yeah. tag champions. But they could also Are you not a big Parker guy? Huh? Are you not a big Parker guy? He... 
Um, I like him, but at the same time, like he's he's too much in his head where he thinks he's the next Brock Lester, and he needs to just be Parker. He just needs to be Parker, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. like he's just trying too hard to be Brock Lester, and it just doesn't work for him. That got into got into his head too much. Interesting. So, <laughs> just just to add curiosity though, what's your guys' thoughts on Jericho joining Don Callis? I wouldn't mind it if it broke apart the JS, but at the same time, like, if, but again, are they gonna are they gonna put Jericho in the blood and guts match? Is this not if it's just not if it's it's stupid if it's just a way to get to get them a, a tag team partner? Because um, to me, if you're not gonna throw in CM Punk, just throw in Pac. You know, if this is gonna be just used to put Jericho in the blood and guts match, that's stupid. And while while we're talking about blood and guts, I I kind of got lost in the sh- in the shuffle there. Is Takeshita a part of blood and guts? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it would make sense to probably make Jericho the fifth member with the Black Hole Combat Club, which that'll really be interesting given Jericho and Moxley's <laughs> history with the the, 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 the elite the elite and Black Hole Combat Club are gonna join together and just take out Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I personally am still warming up to the idea of Don Callis not being with the elite. Like that's still it's still like I don't think Jericho's the answer for him. Um, but I just I'm still warming up to that idea because I thought him and Kenny Omega did so much great work together. Yeah, they did definitely. Um now that we kind of hit those spots, um, well, we talked about our top five moments for AEW for the week. Let's uh start off with Carlos on this one. Uh so for, for me, number number uh Five would be Ruby Soho again, just getting that big victory over Britt Baker. Um, number four would be Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. More, more over Ricky Starks getting the big win over Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, even if QT Marshall had, you know, they did the whole shenanigans thing. I just like Ricky Starks getting that win. Um, number three would be Samoa Joe and CM Punk. I think they told a good story. Um, I like the way it ended because it, it just leaves more room for, more room for them to feud to feud after this tournament's over. Um, Number two for me was Adam Cole and MJF. Again, to me, like that was really entertaining sports entertainment. I just, I was really entertained by it. It was, it was good shit. That's kind of stuff I like in my professional wrestling. And my number one is going to be FTR against the Bullet Club Gold. Again, just an outstanding tag team wrestling match. They just told a really good story. Everything about it besides the snot was really good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We can see where Carlos is. On the wipe face, please. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! They might, they might as well just put feet on the screen too, and just give me a double fucking dose. Oh lordy, uh, Brian, did you have a top five by chance? <laughs> you already know the answer. No, I do not. All right, we'll move on to William. All right, well, my number five would be uh, Yuta and Omega. Uh, I thought that was an epic match. Uh, number four would probably have to go to the. Uh, the Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho match. I'm happy to see what where we're going to go with Ruby Soho. Uh, number three, Bullet Club versus FDR. I thought that was a great match. Good for the Bullet Club. I want to see more from them. Uh, number two, Samoa Joe versus CM Punk. I thought that was a hot match. I love the way that it ended. And then uh, my number one has definitely, definitely got to be... Uh, 
Beretta and Seidel versus uh, Bill and Brian Cage. Yes. I wrote that very, very small. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought all of them did extremely well, but I, I haven't seen Matt Seidel wrestle in a really long time, and I'm glad to see that he's still kicking it, still doing great. Yeah. He's on Ring. He's on Ring of Honor. If you want to go on and try to find the free free show, you know that somewhere. But he's been on Ring of Honor pretty consistently. I think I thought we had it possibly on uh, MV Streams, but I don't think it actually is on there. Ring of Honor is all exclusive to their own network, right? Yeah, I watched it on the website that I had that I gave you guys a while back. But yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can keep dealing with all those damn commercials. <laughs> But, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, my number five went to MJF Adam Cole. I thought they did a phenomenal job with the comedy act, especially post-match on uh, Dynamite there. My number four went to Julia Hart. I thought she was very outstanding in her singles match up against Bambi. And that match was also kind of like a last-minute deal because of the Willow Nightingale injury, which... She was supposed to face Athena that night, so they had to go to Plan B. Uh, my number three actually is kind of the shocker. It was the Dark Order getting the victory over the lead on Rampage. That was a good match. It was. I, I and To be fair, I thought that should have been the main event for Rampage, honestly. And uh, they actually, though, and the, the way they recorded it, it was the main event. It was like the last, I agree with you 100%. I think yeah. they're just trying to catch that. They're trying to do, just trying to catch the earlier ratings. But still, it deserves to be the main event. Yeah, to me, they they did it just justice to that. It would have kept the. I mean, they're they're one of your top acts. So you should hope it would have kept the crowd. They should have had it just be the main event. Yeah, they really should have. I mean that that should have been just right where it should have been. Um, my number two goes to CM Punk and Samoa Joe. They put on one hell of a match on Collision. I especially like the post match. Shenanigans where Joe tried to do the the code of honors handshake with Punk and then lose a man. It was just killer story. There is Joe continuing. And, and shout out, shout out to to Samoa Joe for moving out of the way when CM Punk was trying to go on the top rope. He should have done it. Should have done it. It was it was a little off, but it was still funny as fuck. Like I like again, Tony Khan, if you're listening, I want to see Samoa Joe versus Commander, please and thank you. I want to know how Samoa Joe just doesn't laugh when he does that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, of that, I want, I want to see him fight Commander so bad, because I just know he'd move out of the way for everything. Like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my number one goes to the return of Scorpio Sky, who had a killer match what? with Action Andretti. That was a good match. It was a good match. You have to admit that. I agree. And, I, and again, let's, also, let's get Action Andretti out of, out of ROH Purgatory, please. Yeah. <laughs> But I did love the fact that Scorpio Sky gave Action Andretti the flowers there at, after the match. That was a yeah. pretty cool moment there of Scorpio Sky to do that. So uh, on that note, why don't we go ahead and go right into our shout outs. Will, did you have any? No. Okay, Carlos. <laughs> uh, I'm going to shout out my friend Amanda, Chris, Alani, Karen, um, Mateus, and Thomas, all my, my, all my AEW buddies that I met in San Francisco. Love you guys. Love interacting with you. Also, shout out to Imperator Raph, Ed, um, Eric, Sarah, Execution84, and then, of course, NWO Machine, Vader from Wish. Appreciate you guys. Patrick, appreciate all your support. Um, 
the Sin, Sin, Sin Haven and the Elsa Sage neighborhood. Just appreciate everyone I interact with on Twitter. Thank you guys for making it a positive space for us. Brian? Yeah, um, I'll throw in there um, Doug um, from our chat. You know, he's very good at making the shout out list. And, you know, uh, I feel like a bad friend for not keeping up with that as much, but he does an awesome job at that. Um, also, shout out to Austin Boyer over at the podcast and um, also Ted Hill, Billy Hill for, you know, just constantly supporting the channel and, you know, being a great part of the community. And I'd like to give a big shout out to the 1420 sports bar podcast, fan in the van, steel and teal talk. Is this a bad take podcast Two dudes, sports news, Nate's daily wager. Um, also want to give a shout out, even though I'm going to get shit from, from you guys. At Bernardo SPNDR. <laughs> Keep asking for it. Keep holding the bear. And Carrie Duvall, C. Duvall, 3-0. <laughs> shut up, Carlos. And I also want to give a shout out to my good friends, JB Styles 23, at Saged Up, Sage Alvarez. We have Spicy Cuban Girl, known as Marisol, on Twitter, along with her husband, Attorney Buckley, Sean Buckley. Patrick Pucci, too who's one of the members of the sports affiliation on Twitter, Paul Ace Fontaine, who did a really terrific job doing some tweets during UFC 290 Saturday night. And last but not least, I want to give a special shout out to at royalty Canadian, Kimberly Ford, who apparently made an appearance on television for AEW this week. But uh, thank you to each and every one of you for being such great friends on Twitter and elsewhere in the positive IWC world. <laughs> you okay there? No. <laughs> I think Will stretched himself out. So <laughs> without any further ado, a big thank you to StreamYard and Spotify for podcasters on becoming our newest platform and home to creating and hosting the latest episodes of the Wrestling Fans Insight. They have made it possible to listen to our show on Spotify Apple Podcast, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. If you happen to like our show, we would appreciate a five-star review. And if possible, leave us a review for us to read on the air for our future recordings. And feel free to go to our website, www.wrestlingfansinsight, insight spelled I-N-C-I-T-E dot com, and subscribe to get notified of our latest releases you will also find links to our show for your favorite listening platform. You can interact with us in many ways. We have a Facebook group called the fans of pro wrestling, or you can interact with us on Twitter. My handle is at William hoppy eight, John. You can find me at WF insight podcast, Carlos at C to the LOS 77 also at conquer the no and then on Instagram it'd be at rainbow goodness underscore and Brian at the Brian Adkins <laughs> all right and we will that's be the bottom line because he's trying said so. <laughs> game over well that's right game <laughs> over we'll we'll be back on Sunday July 16th here for Sunday takedown and with some of our topics for the WWE, please be safe, be kind, and until next time, be awesome to each other. Take care, everybody.